All right. Well, welcome everybody who's at stay at home to another conversation beyond the pew. And today I have a fun, fun conversation with somebody that I only see every great once in a while, but a good friend from the great state of Kentucky because they are great. They know how to make bourbon. Um, so welcome, Heather. Thank you. Glad that you're having me. Yes. Uh, just so we're clear, this is not in person. Uh, this is over Zoom. <laughs> just in case anybody's like, wait, did Kara flee to the state of Kentucky? No. You could take the country these days, though. Yeah. That's true. All right. So, uh, I, how are you guys surviving quarantine in Kentucky? I know how we're surviving in Michigan. How are you guys surviving there? You know, I think that we're surviving as well as can be expected, you know, to, uh, I think we've probably taken it. Well, I have taken it to a slightly different level perhaps because I think that maybe what we have done since about March, 16th would probably be more social isolation almost mm. just because of the girls and their health issues so we really have not been out to see anybody anywhere since march 16th or i actually have not even been to the grocery we've had delivery pretty much or you know something brought in but been pretty isolated but we've stayed pretty busy and entertained i guess well it so in all fairness, I'm an extrovert and I know you're an extrovert and you love your uh, restaurants and hanging out. And so what are some things that you have been doing since uh, self-isolation? Well, you're right. You're exactly right. That hits me hard to not be able to go socialize with my friends or yoga students and go hang out, you know, at a restaurant, um, go eat with Bruce. So I guess I could say that this may not answer exactly, but I thought that it might be helpful after we've been home for about a week to just mm -hmm. drive around, see what's going out in the world. But that actually kind of backfired a little bit because driving by all the restaurants and the places that I would usually <laughs> go made me really kind of sad. Like I didn't think about it too much as long as I was at home staying busy. But then when I drove by, I'm like, oh, wow, we were just there last week. And now who knows when we'll be there. That was kind of something I tried that, it didn't work out so well but you know we have plenty of time to cook and you yeah. know, you know you, play animal crossing the kids have really kind of uh, got me into a little bit of video gaming which i never ever what? do i know right but animal crossing it's pretty cute pretty creative and the kids can all play boys can play from their apartment the girls can play from here so that's our new endeavor that's kind of a nighttime thing it's oh, pretty fun nice. And something you would have never, ever, ever done otherwise, ever. Oh, no way. I mean, this is new as of just this week. I even had to be in quarantine for a while before I would <laughs> venture into the video game territory. But as the kids kept telling me, they were like, I said, is a coronavirus in Animal Crossing land? They're like, no, mom. <laughs> it's peaceful. It's for mental health. It's so good for everybody. And now that I've done it, I mean, it is. It really is a, a sweet kind of getaway that because I read too much. The other thing I do is I read, 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 read the Atlantic, the New York Times, that, you know, everything out there that I consider to be a reliable source, I read it 
way too much, probably. For example, I ran out of my free articles for Atlantic Monthly on the second day of April, which was sad. Ow. Yeah, ow. Oh. But we did get the New Yorker, so, you know, looking forward to um, having paper copies and not having everything digital. So a lot of reading, I guess. Um, a lot of yoga. Yes, yes, for all those listening. As much as I am into CrossFit, uh, Heather is that much into yoga. Yep, pretty good analogy. So it was that I missed that. You know, one of the last things I did, our son's birthday was the day before kind of everything shut down and we realized what the world was going to look like in its new state. And we did have a nice dinner at a very nice restaurant. So that was kind of the parting last thing we did as a family. So looking back on that, I'm glad that it happened that way. And, um, the other thing was I taught a yoga class right before we went to that dinner. So it, it's funny in retrospect, you know, in hindsight, like looking back, like, wow, who knew that was going to be the, the last yoga class that I was going to teach in person or the last time we were going to eat, you know, out as a family for a while, you know, yeah. right at the end of the tunnel eventually. How, um, how often are you doing virtual yoga? Um, virtual yoga, I am doing about twice a week probably uh like a little bit more occasionally a friend really wanted to you know practice some and she said what about are you doing anything this weekend so i just did a zoom with um a friend yesterday so kind of on request i guess <laughs> nice so, nice yeah well and, and I, 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 okay well and i can always uh put a link in the the uh the show notes to your uh mobile mat so. yeah yeah the listeners could try it out that's right (laughs) want to do virtual yoga heather can help you um so what have you liked about this change this new way of living you know i i've liked some things that i guess at first before i say what i've liked it was interesting because not too far into it my girls pointed out some things just you know a few days into it um, Emily said one night when we were fixing dinner in the kitchen, she was like, well, you know, I kind of miss school and we certainly don't want this virus, but I really get a lot more time with my mom this way. So that was kind of sweet, you know, and I do appreciate that because in my busy, you know, teach school all day, go teach a yoga class and then maybe hang out with yoga people afterwards. There would be days where I wouldn't see them until, you know, seven o'clock at night. So yeah. that was a plus. And then one thing that Sarah, Sarah, you all don't know Sarah, Kara knows Sarah. Sarah is a woman of a few words most of the time, but <laughs> she said one day last week, I really, I really can't imagine doing the coronavirus without siblings, mommy. That would be really hard. So seeing the children, seeing our boys are older and they live in an apartment across town, but they have dinner with us most nights. So every night, pretty much since it started, we've had a family um, dinner together, which has been, which has been great. Uh, so that's one of the highlights to come out of this and to slow, you know, I don't think our family was as busy as most because our kids are older, not the constant running here and there and everywhere so much. But I know that I see that in other families and I think that's a kind of a nice thing. I mean, they might not think of it as nice, the things are canceled, but just to have that opportunity and to see other families have time to to step back and, and say, well, look, let's, you know, have this time together because it really is valuable. And I think it's underappreciated in our normal world. I, I definitely see this time as maybe we'll finally figure out what we should be valuing. 
Exactly. Yes, I, I could not agree more. I've thought about that often, and I, I would agree with you 100 percent. Yeah often we're just we do things so mindlessly we're so busy we're just rushing from one thing to the next and exactly. yeah we we get caught up in things that we shouldn't be right right um, and there's no irony lost on the fact that everything is done digital now and i was a person who you know would be tend to say you know put your phone down let's let's put phones down so now we're actually myself included we're always in front of a screen but i feel like maybe something that will eventually come out of this will be a good balance between here's what we learned to do digitally which is awesome yeah. we didn't know we had this potential or maybe mm -hmm. we did but we hadn't you know really explored it enough versus i'm not going to stare at my screen all the time because i did that for so long now i realize that you know what all this other stuff is going on and i have time for a screen but i know when to put that aside yeah yeah, I'm kind of hoping for that, that people will make a little more time for the face-to-face. -face. Um, and that maybe we'll see less of where people go to dinner and they're on their phones. Uh, instead, when we're in the restaurant, no, like all the phones are down. Everybody just talk to each other. Exactly. And that would be a silver lining. One of, one of what I think might be many. Yeah. Um, so what do you think has been the most challenging? Uh, the most challenging for me probably has been, um, and this my personal experience is maybe a little different than most, but I, as you know, am a full-time middle school teacher. So mm -hmm. transitioning immediately, like one day they walk out of my classroom, we walk out, and then we learn over the weekend that we're not coming back. So yeah. everything that we need to do to meet, everything I need to do to meet my students' needs and, and keeping in mind that many of those students do not have inter internet access or, um, you know, laptops or iPads, that's been a challenge and it's, it's a continuing challenge. Um, it's been a challenge to make that look like what it should from my standpoint versus what it should from, you know, everybody's coming at it from a different angle. If kids can feel safe and, and I give them things that they can explore and research and are entertaining and educational and they can journal and, uh, read, then that's great. But, you know, it, it, it's not as easy as that. It's like plan this for this week and what's it going to look like and how do we get things out to the kids without um, devices or internet. So that's been a challenge. Um, Sarah, that I mentioned before, has some health issues and some developmental issues and meeting her needs. So also being her teacher yeah. and being that she, you know, finishes her work, even though she's in high school, she requires uh, she's not going to do that independently so managing between that and my own work and, and you know throw some yoga in there and some dinner in there and those type things i guess that balance and then i have to be honest we've all seen it on social media the articles that talk about uh i am not you know gosh i'm not organized every closet in my house i'm not cleaned everything <laughs> right. i'm not creating not. the next best thing out there you know that constant kind of in the back of your mind like i'm not doing Here's what I'm not doing, and here's what I'm not doing. That that's a struggle for me. I mean, I have to admit it. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, well, I thought at the beginning of this, maybe this is the time to redo my closet, to yeah. go through everything. That has yet to happen. <laughs> it made me feel much better because my closet is right there with your closet. Yeah. You know. Oh, I should probably get rid of some clothes. Yep. Not right now. <laughs> That's okay. It is. Uh, well, I know you have a great cook in the house, uh, Bruce. 
so I'm sure, yeah, <laughs> shout out to Bruce because I've had his grilling and uh, that cannot be bad during quarantine. <laughs> well, coming from the vegetarian, you know, I'm not reaping many benefits of that, but you're right. It's nice for the rest of the family to have the grill master. Yes. And so uh, have you found, uh, with you being able to do more meals, have you found that that time, like you're paying even more attention to what you're eating. Um, I, I, well, I was going to say, you remember that time? Oh, I knew you were thinking of that. <laughs> no, 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 but, it, 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 but no, 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 in general, like I find that it's like, oh, let me pay attention instead of I'm running in and I'm running out because of the next meeting I have to get to, I have to go somewhere. So I'm actually paying attention to the time that I'm taking to eat and what I'm eating. Right. Right. That's true. And I think that the planning even is taking that a step further because grocery trips are not, are, we're trying to limit those severely. So the yeah. last day I was out and the last day I went to the grocery, I saw a really good friend of mine and, she laughed because she was like, oh my gosh, you've never bought that many groceries in your life. And I said, you are exactly <laughs> I mean, falling out of my cart $360 later, but oh my many, goodness. many meals, I was trying to kind of just on the spur of the moment in a hurry with things severely picked over, um, you know, get home with enough to have meals for, you know, close to two weeks, which I did fairly. Well, I mean, considering the circumstances, I did fairly well with that, I think. And then um, Bruce has made a few trips and the people have delivered a few groceries. But yeah, much more planning went into it before we even get to the cooking part and, and, and so on. So it's more thoughtful for sure. Yeah, I, yeah, I hear uh, Kentucky lacks, relax the law that uh, you get to have your alcohol delivered. I have to say that is a little bright spot, quite amazing. Just did that yesterday, maybe. Yes, <laughs> that is, yay. <laughs> that is a perk for sure. Um, yeah, I don't think we've relaxed it that much here, which I'm surprised if we haven't because people here really like to drink, but yeah. it's definitely curbside. And uh, when people go, what do you mean the liquor stores? Not it, a liquor store is essential. Shouldn't it be non-essential? No. Do you uh, understand the riots in the streets? Exactly. <laughs> That's the essential. Yeah. Right. Um, Maybe you'll work your way toward delivery. Maybe they'll see that that is essential. Well, you know, and three more weeks of this and they may do a whole lot more. <laughs> That's the truth. For sure. Um, so what do you find yourself doing to stay sane, especially since you are an extrovert? Yes, that has um, been hard to figure out, you know, a bit. But I think that it's something, it's funny you ask that because what are we, like I said, the 16th. So I'm about three weeks into really not, not being out. And I feel like I've handled it very well. Although at this point, I find myself saying, wait, now, where are my people? I'm really, I really need some people. But... How have I handled that? I think that maybe I was an innovator in the, uh, not really, because I saw it on social media, but as soon as I saw it, I latched on, my friends latched on, and we had a virtual happy hour, like way back, probably that first, yeah, first Friday that um, everybody had been home for maybe like four days, and it, we were still ready. So we 
the virtual happy hour is a standing five o'clock Friday thing with some friends and yoga students. So I'm, I'm doing that. And I was a little, little, mm, I mean, it was all I had, but I thought there's no way this is going to be, you know, like seeing people in person. And I was pleasantly surprised because I mean, it's not in person, but it still is fun and relaxing and it, it does feel more like we're together than to me, even just talking on the phone, just being able to see each other. So that's one one way. And then I guess the yoga, even though I wouldn't say virtual yoga is my top choice. Yeah. Being able to see people if I've done a Zoom yoga class and interact with them that way has helped some too. Um, just I've done more social media. I'll be honest. I, I am on Facebook and I do that sometimes, but I think all of us probably can say that we kind of up the game on the social media and I find myself yeah. looking at it more often, seeing what people are, you know, have to say on there. So that is another way. And then really trying to keep, you know, it's not the same as the extroverted going out and, and seeing the friends and doing stuff that way, but just being more involved with the kids while we're here at home together too, and trying to think of ways and things that we can do to interact. And then occasionally the neighbors, we can stand at a distance and you know, yell across the yard. A good friend of mine made me realize, even though it was with fear when I saw a car pull into our drive, because in this strange age, when somebody pulls up to our drive, uh, I get very nervous because I don't know if I said it before, but the girls have significant health issues. So right. really that's why we're self-isolating and trying to stay so, so, so uh, socially distanced from anyone else. But when the car pulled through the circle drive and my friend rolled her window down, she stayed in her car. I stepped outside the front door and realized that, wow, you know, this is a good like 12 feet, but we can have a conversation. <laughs> so I did get to see a friend for a short amount of time. So all those things have really, you know, helped. And then just, I, I'm pretty good at entertaining myself, reading, nice. journaling. Uh, I don't watch TV. I don't watch movies, which puts me in that odd category that you know of. But um, I can always find something to clean or cook or organize or read so yeah yeah I, it's kind of interesting uh just like i said knowing you as an extrovert i'm an extrovert and like all these things that i had built my life around to keep me to stay sane just in my general life um all like evaporated right? With this stay at home, like, nope, you can't go hang out with friends at the bar. Nope. You can't try that new restaurant. Um, you can't go to the gym that you so dearly love. And so it has been interesting trying to figure out what the new rhythm is and how does this even work? Um, just as you are doing yoga at home, I'm doing, I'm working out at home. Um, but also doing this whole thing with zoom, like, I've, I've been trying to talk to people, uh, more, uh, this way, you know, just trying to reach out. I've done the, the social hours, uh, which have been nice and fun. Um, so it is kind of interesting how we begin to change and adapt. It is very interesting. It's, you know, being the overthinker, which I think you might fall in that category. Well, yeah, just slightly. <laughs> it's a little, but you know, I'm, I'm constantly analyzing this process and mm -hmm. it's so interesting. It's so interesting to see that all the things that have such a negative side, there's kind of an underlying positive on many of them or vice versa. You know, it's just, right. and to see how it all plays out, it's going to be, I think that I spend a lot of time thinking about that. I think that's 
going to be really interesting on the other side. Yeah. Well, even like this conversation, right? Seeing each other through Zoom. Um, and I mean, really, maybe we see each other maybe once a year. And then there's a little bit of text messaging every now and then. I mean, it, it's a really, uh, it's not an often thing. I mean, we see each other on Facebook, you know, right. what everybody's up to. Um, but it is one of those things where it's like, oh, well, this works. <laughs> we can do this. We can do this more than now. Right? I, I agree. It's like, well, wow, we could have done this all along. But right. now we do that. On the, I don't Yeah, right. It, I agree. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, so any wisdom uh, that you have gained from this and any wisdom that you uh, try to live by or are now going to try to live by in this time? Um, I'm sure there is. I would have to take a moment to think about that. I think uh, it's not exactly answering the question, but it, it's something I thought of that once again came from Sarah, who like I said before, doesn't, doesn't often offer a whole lot to me. She, she talks to me when she wants to, but she has made some very insightful um, comments. And I think that I kind of came into this, and she and I both did, and, and Emily too, from a slightly different perspective. And I hadn't stopped thinking about it too much until she made this comment um, just a couple days ago. She said, Mommy, you know, I think our whole lives have kind of prepared us to deal with this. Oh. And I thought, well, that's a pretty profound statement. I said, really? I said, what, what do you mean by that, Sarah? And she said, well, you know, just all the like hospital time and stuff. And that was, hmm. that was really, I had thought about it a little bit, but that was really kind of significant for me. And I still kind of think about it because I think that there are, we're certainly not the only people to say this, people who have had, you know, severe health issues or fighting battles with their health have dealt with things like this, but we've had a lot of hospital time. She's yeah. had a good amount of hospital time. As you know, when they were mm -hmm. born, I had all said and done about 16 weeks of hospital time. And, yeah. and then when she was older, about 12, she remembers spending a week um, hooked up to monitors in a hospital. And so does her mm -hmm. sister. And I thought that was kind of funny because yes, we have in a sense been isolated, completely isolated. We put life on hold when we have dealt with, you know, other issues and, and so have other people, but that comes to mind a lot. And obviously it was on her mind, like, wow, you know, some of the things that we've done before make this, I think what she was trying to say is that some of the things we have done before make mm -hmm. this seem a little more tolerable, maybe, mm -hmm. um, you know, because we're all in it together. Like our governor, right. everybody is, has seen Andy Bashir on, on the news and we're very proud of him. And, and he does, you know, say things that are very, true we are fighting this all together you know this is not just a, a you know a few people are dealing with it we're all dealing with it right well and there's something about right that at different points you all have gone through that isolation stage and had to put life on hold but life has always moved forward after that it may have been different after that but it's also always moved forward so i think that that would be that's very hopeful that you guys have have always had hope because and maybe that's what's carrying you through now uh part of it is that there's this hope you, there's just this knowledge that life will continue on it may be different after it but it, there's still a forward movement to things right there is and i think that's what i think my wisdom would be that you know i, I consider myself to kind of be this kind of person and and really based on some of the things that we have dealt with you know it's 
sure I could wake up every morning and, and look at, and I do read too much and I do, you know, it's in the back of my mind, all the things that are going to happen that are happening, all of the tragedy and everything we're surrounded by and how life is, you know, never going to be the same again, but that, you know, I got to wake up every day, push that to the back of my mind and, and look for all of the bright spots, you know, and we're pretty good at doing that. Even if we come outside, you know, Sarah, I'm always making it a point. We're looking for, you know, the happy things or the flowers blooming or, and I think it's good to focus, you know, focus on those kind of things because it's certainly not going to do any good to focus on the negativity. Right. It just draws you down and there's nothing you can do to change it. No, there's not. I mean, it, it's, it's a mindset and I try, try to keep the right frame of mind. It is what it is. And we just make the best of it for now and yeah. wait for better days ahead. That's right. For better days when we can all gather together. Exactly. Toast. Um, I can have more of Bruce's barbecue. We can make some drinks. We yeah. can have a good time. I can get you music. some great snacks and put them out for you too. Cause you like <laughs> <laughs> I, I forever know that the snacks will always be available now. Uh, well, Heather, uh, thank you for hanging out and, uh, talking with me today. Uh, thank you. hopefully to all those, uh, listening, stay hopeful. Uh, we are all in this together. We can survive this. And uh, hopefully you found something from today's conversation that, that you can keep and hold on to and use it to get you through. Uh, to all those listening, may your day and your week, may you find that peace that carries you and gives you hope. Have a good one. Thank you.